January 10th, it's double digits, January 2024 oh, already. we're in it now, y'all. Wow, Colleen, oh man. Well, happy day, everybody. We're going to have a good day today. We really are. It's going to be great. It's a great hump day. Jason is on vacation. He'll be back next week. Of course, you just heard Colleen Lindstrom. Hi, friends. Thanks for having me. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, Holly Roberts, hey. Hi, be hi. Oh, that was seriously one of the cutest segments. Oh, oh, you heard it? I, when we did that I heard it thing? live. Oh, I was like, oh, it's so cute. Here he is. Mm. Hi, P. Hi. No. So yeah, my sister's kid, they live in Denmark. Yeah. I don't get to see them very often, but oh my goodness. So cute to hear his voice. So thanks for playing that, Holly. Mm-hmm. Very sweet. Um, let's see. There's a lot to celebrate. Man. Yeah. It's it, not only a good day, it's a but big week. it's a big week. Today is House Plant Appreciation Day. You got that? You, I, you've, I don't. I, have, like I don't do house plants. Yeah. Okay. No, I got too much to take care of. I don't need to water anything. You got other things growing in your house. Oh right? yeah. <laughs> uh, it's League of Nations Day. It's National Bittersweet Chocolate Day. National Cut Your Energy Costs Day. National Oysters Rockefeller Day. It's National Save the Eagles Day, National Shareholders Day, National Take the Stairs Day. Yes, take those steps. Peculiar People Day. You're in the right place. Yeah, I was like, hey, you're among friends. That's what we are built on. Laughing and Lincoln and being weird. And then it's also Pat Benatar and Rod Stewart's birthday today. Ooh, happy birthday. Yes. (sighs) Pound your chest. Mm -hmm. Mm. Celine Dion style. Celine. I'm worried about her. I am too. But she is the greatest singer in the world. <laughs> hey. Mm-hmm. She, yeah. <laughs> She's got it. She does. She also has it. that stiff sin- person syndrome. I know. And I never heard about that before <laughs> she started talking about it. I know. It. Oof. So, Our girl Celine. Yeah. Mm. Oh, man. So lots to get to today. We're going to be talking about um, the St- Stanley Cups. Yes. Because that's that's a big, big thing right now. Uh, we also have a big deal with Tom Cruise to talk about. Mm. Uh, we're going to talk about Ian Punnett because you know, we haven't done that since you've we been haven't. here. Yeah. Even, even longer than I did. Oh. You had some really beautiful, you're a gifted writer, Colleen. Oh, thank you, Lex. You thank did a really you. wonderful job of just um, sharing how you, how... It was how you feel now. Yeah, how, what he how, meant what to a me. Great yeah, person Ian Punnett. Yeah, was. if you haven't heard yet, Ian Punnett died before Christmas. Yeah, sixty-three of a rare liver disease. Yeah, recently diagnosed. Yeah, and if you listen to Ian and Marjorie, you know they were the morning show before us, and mm-hmm. you know, he helped really start the station. Yeah, um, so. I, Thought it would be great. We both spent some time with Paul Black. Yep. Long time producer of Ina Marjorie. Well, that's actually a really funny story because I I periodically uh, go out for lunch with Paul Black. We have our spot. We meet up. We do like a quick hour lunch and just check in with each other. He's been really supportive of uh, my my little side project. So so I had uh, planned for a lunch with him on Monday. And I said to you, oh, I'm going to lunch with Paul Black. (laughs) So I came and filled in. I was like, I'm going to lunch with Paul Black today. (laughs) And you were like, oh, 
I'm going to lunch with him soon. So I go to lunch with Paul. <laughs> yeah. And Paul goes, yeah, I'm going to lunch with Alexis tomorrow. And I go, tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. Look at you. Your calendar's full, it was, Paul Black. I know. Paul Black gets around. Yeah. I was laughing so hard. I came back in the next day and I was like, Lex, you're going to lunch with Paul today. Oh, oh <laughs> But thanks. you did know by then. But it was so funny. I was like, she said soon. <laughs> she didn't say tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, he had texted like, hey, we're on tomorrow. And I was like, it was so Oh, yeah, that's tomorrow. That's right. You know, living day by day. <laughs> Try to live in the you moment. Know, it's a good thing. There are good things about it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you got a calendar. You'll check it. You'll get around to it. Don't well, worry about it. It's always funny. Yeah, well, because, you know, we always say, like, oh, we're gonna, whenever I see Paul Black, mm-hmm. like, he was, uh, he did the he, engineering, too, at when, after he was done producing with Ian and Marjorie, he was an engineer here, yeah. so he did remotes, and so he'll fill in once in a while and he did the remote at Southern Lights. Yeah. Went there and you know, it's just always good to see each other but mm-hmm. you know, you don't really get to catch up. We're, we're working, you know? Yeah. And so we always say oh, we'll, we'll have lunch, we'll have lunch. So, But we don't get together as often mm-hmm. as it sounds like you guys do. Mm-hmm. And so it was just like, okay, we have to put something on the calendar. Yeah, you just got to do it. Now here's my so other... Was, you know, right before Christmas and it's like, you know, add a Fight out of mind. So I have two strategies okay. for that. Oh, okay. Because you, because we all do it. We all do the thing where we're like, let's get lunch. Let's go out and do something, right? And chirp, you know, chirp, you mean, chirp, yeah, chirp. right. It's like casual, and then you're like, yeah, like you forget to initiate it. They don't initiate it, and then it sort of like goes somewhere to die. Yeah. So what I will often do is be like, let's get our calendars out right now, yeah, and let's find a date, and then you do the date thing, and then if it has to change later. You don't you you change it like right, right? like you don't you say but you oh yeah you're I on my time for this. you're on my calendar now yeah that's my first thing my second thing that's is, what we ended up doing because it was like let's just open it up do it right now day. you yeah. got five minutes let's find a time yes then the other thing that that works really well for me is like when when I go out with groups of girlfriends because mm-hmm. that always happens at the end we're like okay well we'll do this again in like a couple months and then you leave and then. Nobody remembers to initiate it, and then, like, it's four months later, and then somebody goes, I-, "I haven't seen you guys in a while, right?" So, what we I always do with my friends is we pick a date to go out again at the at end the of date. yeah, like on the date. Oh, oh look at that yeah. life hacking! Because you have to do it when you're having fun and enjoying and the people and thinking about like how good it feels to be with them. Because yes. we're all a bunch of homebodies, and nobody wants to go anywhere, and so you don't. Like initiating that thing. Then I also have limits. That's true. Oh, okay. On how often I will make plans outside of my family in a week. Yeah. So, like, I only will do wall. two things. I will oh, only. That's your limit. Okay. Yeah, that's my limit. I'll do two. Like, if somebody wants to go to coffee, I got two spots. Nice. And then once I'm that's done with that, I don't. Clean. I don't schedule anymore. Yeah. Because the worst thing is when you find like every day you've packed it up with I love my friends. I love people. Yeah. But I you have to have balance. And so the way that I balance is I just give myself like two slots a week. Yeah. Oh, I love and that. And that can be any time. It's not like they're movable, but it's just I will do two engagements a week and then that's it. Mm, I love that. I'm too- You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's really great. Because here's the thing. I've come, I used to say there's no such thing as balance. I used to say that. Mm-hmm. I've come around to a different place now where I do realize I think there is such a thing as balance. But I do think it's a moving target. Yeah. And 
you don't arrive at balance. That's not a place where you just arrive and go, I'm comfortable now, I have balance. <laughs> you have to actively tend to it's it. It's a conscious thing. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. have to think about, like, what, what is my bandwidth at any given time? And so, like, right now I know two engagements a week. Yeah, that's, how, that's all I can do. That's all I can do. Then I don't cancel things. Like, I'm really good about not canceling them unless something big comes in. Yeah. Right? Like, that I have to cancel for. But, you know, that's the thing. I think sometimes people even get burnt out yeah, on that socializing. That cancels. Yes. Yep. Um, because, yeah, they're over. Because they're over, overstretched. Over. Yeah. Nice. So, you, you know, it means something different for everybody. But uh, that's how I do it. I just have two little check marks. Yeah. For my social engagements. Love. I know. Oh. Wow, what, a, what a concept! <laughs> Boundaries. Huh, I got more where that came from. Yeah. I love. Which actually reminds me too, because when we were in Door County, there was oh. a, 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 a. Did that just pop into your mind? Yeah, too, Colleen? because I was just talking to somebody about it yesterday. I'll tell you about it. Go ahead. Oh, you were okay. Uh-huh. So there's a a really cute, uh, it, you know, the Door County. You kind of you drive through, but like the very beginning, one of the bays there. There was this really cute coffee shop called Get Real mm-hmm. Cafe, mm-hmm. something like that. And I, Get Real was one I of the shows you were on. a weekend show mm-hmm. with my uh, dear, dear friends, Leave Lane and uh, Joan Steffen. Yes. And I was your and producer. You the producer. Because this, gosh, this goes back like, oh so my gosh. Long ago. This was like, I don't even Ollie know would, about this show. Oh, I, oh, that's so I, funny. Th- this goes back so far. It talk- okay, you've never even mentioned it. Yeah. Here's some <laughs> my talk history. <laughs> that was a Saturday show that ran for a few years, and yeah. that was um, replaced by a show called The Weekend Dirt that I hosted on the weekends with Bradley Trainer that then turned into the Colleen and Bradley show. Yes. So that's my talk history right there. But you guys would pick a topic every week and it would yep. uh, kind of take a deep dive it, in it. It was at least a couple hours. Yeah. And um, yeah, deep dive. And so I saw this coffee shop and I thought, oh, get real ladies. This reminds me of you. You know, just a little kind of like, this is fun. Wow. I'm Cool. And then it was kind of back and forth, like, oh, we should get together. This would be great, blah, 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 blah. But none of us have picked up the reins. Funny story. So I was talking to Leave the other day. Oh, my gosh. Full and circle. she said, I got to get around to uh, to scheduling that get real reunion. Ah! So it's so funny because I was like, so apparently she's taking that on. Oh, she has. But I don't know. I guess. I we I, This is where doodles come in. Do you know doodle? Doodle is the best thing For large groups. Is it an app or something? It is like a program where one person starts it. You start a doodle and you go, these are the days that I have available. Okay. This day, this, it's really good for planning like um, weekends away or or something. Yeah. You put on there like what all the weekends you have available and then everybody else signs in and they check which one and then doodle shows you when everybody's free. So you don't have to do that awkward thing where everybody has their calendars out and you're like, are you free on this date? No. Are you free on this date? Yes, yes, no, you know. But not for, yeah, this You time. put it in this program. Everybody has a link. You Everybody yeah. fills it out, and then you oh. know. Isn't that great? Yeah, I've never heard of that before. Doodle. Doodle. I'm okay. here for you. I'm wow. here for you. All the things. I love it. I, that feels overwhelming, if I, I'm going to be honest. It does it? <laughs> so this is what. To do a whole other thing. Do you want to know what my other strategy is? <laughs> sure. My husband is. Is like the scheduler of the social engagements. Uh, okay, get him. He it. loves it, and I 
Yeah. It gives me a lot of anxiety. So I'm like, hey, I'd like to go out with these friends. Please. Actually, right now, he has an assignment to reach out to because in Bradley's relationship, Bradley's partner, Jamie, is the social. Planner. So our, oh. our significant others get together and plan our outings. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Because Brad and I can't plan. Yeah, just tell me where to show up and I'll be there. It's so funny. Yeah. I'll take a shower and hopefully, yeah, yeah. feel good. Yeah, see, now you know. There you go. Those are all the secrets. Find a spouse that'll do it for you. Use the doodle. Only two engagements a week. Love it. Okay. Wow. Another thing people are loving are Stanley Cups. Mm. And uh, we're going to celebrate and go, hey, what's the beat? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071. Holly, me, and Colleen Lindstrom hanging out with you this morning. Woo-hoo. Yeah! Jason's on vacation. He'll be back next week. And Holly, you got Stanley Cups on the grid. Oh, Stanley Man, Cups. And what we're a not, moment they're having. Yeah, we're not talking about the NHL thank Stanley you. Cups. Yes, we're thank just, you. We just have to put that out there. But Stanley yes. Cups, it's been fascinating. This has been a trend that's been growing for a couple of years, but for some reason, mm-hmm. everyone has decided to pick this story up in the first week of 2024. Now, it yeah. has been fueled by the release of a limited edition Stanley Cup collaboration with Starbucks inside the Starbucks at Target's. Aha. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. If you're following. Yep, limit you, two. Yep, limit two. That's where you see that viral footage of people clamoring for these Ooh, cups. So They're getting really get excited about it. Yeah. Nobody gets it. Y'all, people, and that's why these there are $50 cups. Right. And that's why there's a bunch of think pieces about it, because people are trying to understand the phenomenon. And I'm here to mm, be (laughs) bewildered. Yeah. Also kind of give a side eye, but also celebrate the Stanley Cup. And I want to celebrate it. All right. Because a lot of mm, a lot of coverage about the Stanley Cup in the past couple of weeks has just reeked, smelled. There's a lot of loaded misogyny in this. Oh, tell me more. Oh, misogyny. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Because Stanley Cups are very popular Mm -hmm. among women and teens. Mm -hmm. And you know when women and teens like something and they're very passionate about it. We oh, yeah. have to question the validity of what they're into. Mm-hmm. We also have to talk you down know, to it. Because ladies just be shopping and wasting money on things they don't need. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, there is an argument to be made that this is all a part of a further trend of overconsumption. How many oh, okay. dang water bottles does one need in any given day? Listen, mm. this is a good exercise that you should do in your own home. 
in order to whittle down just stuff in general the dumb clutter yeah yeah Yeah. and as a person who likes to generally follow a minimalist ethos in my life yeah you, you know having a whole rack of stanley tumblers really just baffles me that kind of behavior mm-hmm. however there's a whole women be shopping tone mm-hmm. to a lot of the coverage about stanley cups that you know what i'm just not here for yeah. it's like if somebody is into something and this is genuinely what they're into then let them be into it you don't have to be baffled by the mystery because there is no mystery this has been a years-long strategy on the part of the stanley company yes. to get people to buy their tumblers which is uh, which are technically called the quencher well and mm-hmm. when you like like the, and there are memes about this when you think about the stanley of yore the stanley cup used to be like your dad's thermos yeah you know what? Do you remember like yes. the Stanley logo? And it was like, it was just a regular old thermos. Just a rugged, yeah. Yeah. And they made this quencher and it, and they make it in cute colors and get accessorized. Hi, they're just, this, they're just American dreaming this. Like, it, yeah. You know, you can't be mad about that. This be- reminds me of the Crocs. Yeah. Like, oh, Crocs yeah. Had another mo- remember when it was just, mm-hmm. it was. Pretty much dead. I remember oh, yeah. my first on pair children. of Crocs and everybody made fun of me and I was like, they're comfortable, leave me alone. <laughs> and I was pregnant and I was like, literally leave me alone. And now look. And now everybody be wearing Crocs. Yeah. And we got the gibbets. It's like a whole industry yes. now. Yeah, it's a whole subculture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Around it. Right, exactly. And the same thing has happened. You're totally right, Alexis, with these Stanley tumblers. But this has been a strategy of the company since for years. And this is the crescendo of a marketing strategy that was very deliberate. So the Stanley Cups, according to uh, the president of Stanley, so at one point, back in 2017 through 2019, they actually even took these off the website because they're just like, you know what? These are just not a priority for us. But then come to 2020, Mm -hmm. Stanley then collaborates with the women behind an e-commerce site called the Buy Guys. And they met with Uh. Stanley leadership to collaborate on a strategy and they wanted to leverage the power of women selling to women. So this is very deliberate and very wow. specific. Yeah, no kidding. And it included hiring influencers yep. to create content with the bottles and use affiliate links to generate commissions. And guess what? This worked. Ding, ding, so ding. Stanley Cup should be celebrated for the genius marketing campaign that they have uh, unleashed onto the world. Yeah, pivoting and trying something different yeah. and it paying off Big time. Big time. Big yeah. time. Where now Stanley Cups are reselling for hundreds of dollars. Oh, yeah. On sites like oh, eBay. I saw Unreal. somebody on, I don't remember what site it was, some site that I'm on that had, uh, it, they had two of the new Target Stanley quenchers. And then they had like a Stanley like tumbler, like a small one. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to trade it for like a vacation. Wow. And, People were negotiating. I hope that they got that vacation. I <laughs> wish I could go back and figure out where it was and follow wow. it, but I was, I was stunned. Yeah. So this is all, wow. you know, a triumph of social media marketing, of popular trends, and you know, again, I will be like, yeah, this can you can critique the overconsumption part of it, like mm-hmm. how many water bottles do you actually really need? But at the same time. Look, this is a triumph of like female business prowess. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and it should be celebrated. Celebrated. It should Absolutely. be celebrated as such. And then this goes along with lots of other social media trends. Like I had to explain to my husband the whole concept of water talk mm. the other day. 
Like drinking Pardon? water? Well, the water talk. What is water talk? It's a whole thing on TikTok where people put powders and dusts and and ah, syrups and other mm. things in their water, and then the water goes in the Stanley quencher. Oh, yes, sure. Yes, yeah, yes, it's yes. a whole subculture. It's like, what's the... <laughs> I'm like, it's water talk. You put stuff in your water. We're drinking water. But we're drinking water here. We're staying hydrated. Hydrate, don't hydrate. Well, That's it, right. That it's it's just yeah, the power of social media of 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 partnering with influencers, it is very powerful. You are gonna listen to your friends. Mm-hmm. People who are relatable. Yeah. And I wanna if do If they it. tell you to buy a fifty dollar tumbler, you're gonna do it. Right, and let's also think about the people who have used it to replace like a quality water bottle and right. then got rid of the other ones too, right. you know right so you're right either adding collection or, or making it better but very very cool mm. all around we want to be stanley cups don't we mm-hmm. yeah revive some things <laughs> we'll be back hey alexis for rebath rebath.com yeah if you want a cool bathroom if you are looking to make your bathroom more accessible or you need a tub where your shower is, Rebath. That's where I went. I, I love working with them more than three years ago. And our bathroom still very functional, beautiful, love it, easy to clean. We went with DuraBath, which is their exclusive brand. Of course, they have hundreds of options available to you. And of course, they make it so easy. All you do is go to rebath.com, sign up to have a designer come to your home. They'll show up with the showroom in hand <laughs> and all the samples and then of course look at your space look at your budget and then come up with a beautiful design that part's free you just want to show you what they can do of course you can shop in their showroom as well it's in apple valley on galaxy avenue and my uh, replica of my bathroom's there so you can see the choices we made um, but have them come out make sure you mention me or my talk for fifteen hundred dollars off a complete bathroom remodel rebath.com Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Just gets us going, doesn't it? I love it? this song. It just feels good to listen to. Yeah, and it's sampled. I mean, so it's like yes. nostalgic. Yes. But feels kind of fresh and new and boppable. And it is boppable. Yeah. This is uh, Paul Russell, Lil Boothang. He actually has another song. You know, he was he's covered on TikTok. That does not surprise me in the least. And he wrote this song in high school. Oh. And he just kind of like released it, you know, just like, here's the hook. And then his followers were like, we like that. I make this song. Love that story because it means it's so much easier. Not easier. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying like in the same way that reality TV made it possible for regular, normal, average human beings to be celebrities. Yeah. TikTok and social media. YouTube. Have, have, yeah. Have like found a way to make people who are talented who may not be the label favorites yep into artists that people know yep yeah let's gatekeeping i love it yeah, yeah. i love it yeah get it's your accessible. talent out there you just need an iphone yes or an android you know i, you know, I don't know enough about that but yes get Some a phone kind, something you, that is so accessible you don't yeah. need special equipment yep you just, just do it and record a podcast yeah and then you start to ah 
right. Oh, get it, Holly. Wow, there Holly. It is. Yeah. yeah she's got that my, whistle tone. Ready for my moment of fame. See? <laughs> Just like duet with uh, Yoko. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh my I'm, gosh. My body is ready. You and Yoko? <laughs> yeah, me and Yoko Ona and Mariah Carey. We're just going to... My body is ready. That's a Valentine <laughs> Oh, a Valentine? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. I woke up all the dogs. I Did you put your kid out of bed yet? Did you struggle getting him out of bed? I'm just going to come up right to them and go... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know Good how morning. you do that at 6.30 a.m. I don't know. <laughs> and then bring the, the Satan. highs and the lows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Oh, yes. Balance. We're doing things. I often think that about Tom Cruise, guys. How was he doing this? Um, <laughs> like, this guy, the way he looks, you know, we're all into it. We're all, we want to see his projects. I liked the last Mission Impossible movie. Uh, yeah. He makes fun. good movies. Okay. Entertaining. He really is entertaining. And now he has signed a deal, another deal with Warner Brothers. David Zaslav and the Motion Picture Group, they've said, hey, yeah, let's work on a new strategic partnership. And it's effective this year. Now, this will, won't affect the partnership he already has because it's not exclusive. You know, he works with Paramount. Right. And so with Mission Impossible. And then he also works with in Universal. So there's that. But, like, can you just imagine? Like, he is so in demand okay. because people show up. Okay, so can I just say that Tom Cruise, to me, is proof that we are able to set aside yes! any questions that we have about his belief systems and what he's doing within the Church of Scientology. Like, we as human beings have the ability to to put those things on a shelf and consume his movies. When was the last time he saw his daughter, Suri Cruz? I mean, thank you. Right? Like, yes. So, yeah, we yes, really think we, about it. We really do have a... We, don't know. A, we are capable of looking the other way and enjoying depends, somebody's... Though, right? It depends on the person. It depends on what it is. What the transgression is. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Why yeah. is he... Yeah, giving a pass. But he's getting million-dollar deals. Yeah, he is. He's printing money. Yeah, big time. Yeah, he's like movie Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's he's just he's, he's getting his stuff done. He is. So we'll see what they come, what, what they do. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, remember, he does have a project. His upcoming project is the one where he's going to be the first civilian to do a spacewalk. Oh, yeah, that's right. Outside of the oh. International Space Station. Yeah, that's right. Now, that movie uh, apparently is going to be set up over at Universal. Okay. Now, it'll also be interesting because all those Mission Impossible movies are distributed by Paramount. Mm -hmm. Now, there's been a lot of talk that Warner Brothers Discovery and Paramount are going to be merging sometime Mm, this year. So, that all makes a lot of sense. A lot of sense. A lot of business sense. So that's why they're like, yeah, that's okay. You have projects somewhere else. We're yeah, still gonna right. pay millions. Yeah, but yeah. Okay. we're eventually. We might be absorbing your biggest franchise, Mission Impossible. <gasps> right. So you know, why don't you? Why don't we just like set up a little deal over here? Yeah, yeah. Get that out of the way before it, right they actually merge, and then he could be part of the, uh, you know, reveal 
Mm-hmm. He could cut the ribbon. Mm-hmm. Oh, he could jump, uh, jump out of a plane. Or a cake. Uh, yeah. <laughs> One of those coconut cakes he likes to give out to his friends every Christmas. <laughs> yes. But, you know, yes. I was actually going to say that. Like, I think, okay, no, I this is going to sound dumb, but if I am a normal person, which I am, and I'm looking at Tom Cruise, and I think to myself, you hire Tom Cruise, you are getting essentially, like, Four workers in one because he will do his own stunts. Yeah. He will do, you know, he has uh, directed, you know, he, he, you are getting a little bit extra with Tom Cruise yeah, in the package. True. And so it is, and it, and, and he's a moneymaker. I mean, he's a blockbuster. Yeah. The influence of others, right. too, I'm sure. Yeah. So, you know, it, they get a lot of bang for their buck out of him. Sure do. Yeah. So there you go. Another deal for Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise, still Tom Cruising. Yep. And then also, too, you know, he has global appeal. Yes. That's other thing. He has a household name around the world, which, you know, it's becoming increasingly rare that folks break through to that A-list movie star status. There's a lot of existential crisis in Hollywood, believe it or not, Mm -hmm. on if movie stars exist anymore. Right. He's got a certain point. He's got. Yeah. 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 Like, who are the young movie stars? Oh. You know, Hollywood is trying and, you know, it's it's tough out there. Yeah, it's hard out there Who would for a be movie star. person? Yeah. Or yeah. people. Well, and they're trying with people. Selena Gomez? Uh, mm. No, but you, I mean, you can see. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, t- they're trying to do that with Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. They're trying oh, to Zendaya. do that. Zendaya. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're trying. Tom Holland. Yeah, yeah, but even then, I would ask you know somebody who might be a mega fan of Tom Cruise. Do you know these people? Do you know projects that they've been in? Yeah, probably not. Probably yeah. not. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Well, speaking of Selena Gomez, during the Golden Globes, her Taylor Swift, another friend. It looked like they were having a real intense gossip time. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. Yeah, what were they talking about? What did, Selena's now talking about their session? Oh, well, there are rumors at Sunday's Golden Globes about what Selena Gomez and Taylor Swift were gossiping about. And during I wanted a this to be break. true so badly. Was it Timothy Chalamet? Yeah, well, and apparently, Kevin? yeah, there was a lot of gossip mm-hmm. that Selena Gomez and Taylor Swift were talking smack about Kylie Jenner and that Kylie Jenner blocked Selena Gomez from taking a photo with her boyfriend, Timothy Chalamet, at the ceremony. Okay, can I just draw a picture for people about why I'm so excited about that storyline? Because I don't know that everybody's making this leap, but I think it's important to, to live in this space. Taylor Swift. So Kylie Jenner is the sister of whom? Kim. Kim Kardashian, who Taylor Swift has a beef with because of Kanye West. So I am here for this entire storyline oh, right. because of the way it has like and those tentacles way back. Yes, like tentacles into the Kardashian land and Taylor Swift's proximity to that entire experience. So that's why I'm like, You're please in. pour me another cup of tea. Ooh. But. Holly, what's the latest on this? Ooh, well, you're going to have to put your celestial seasonings on hold, Colin, because this allegedly, this conversation between Selena Gomez and Taylor Swift was not about Timmy and Kylie, but it was about two other people because Selena Gomez on Instagram commented on an E! News story. That was talking about the gossip. Okay, I love this. Selena Gomez said, no, 
I told Taylor about two of my friends who hooked up. Not that that's anyone's business. Yeah. <laughs> so Say there it. was salacious hot goss happening between the two of them. We're just not privy to the details. And it wasn't oh. about Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet. It was about two other people. <laughs> Which are? <laughs> okay, well, number one, I don't believe that. But thank you for trying. <laughs> number two, I believe that this is the year... Of the Golden Globes, where the celebrities realize that they should stop talking because people have Mm. been lip reading every single one of those juicy conversations. Yes. And or are they doing it on purpose? Maybe we're talking about it. I don't know. Good. That's a good question. I don't know. Well, somebody who's not talking anymore is Selena Gomez Mm. because now she has taken another one of her famous social media breaks. (laughs) Ah. Yeah. She's like, she she said on her Instagram story, I'm focusing on what really matters. Okay. I'm off social media for yeah. a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's relationship wanted, with Benny. Yeah, with Benny Blanco. You know, because Selena Gomez is one of those people. Now I get it because it, social media is probably big business for Selena Gomez. Mm-hmm. So she has to be upfront about why she's not posting. But she is one of those people who always announces, I'm taking a break. Yes, I'm leaving for a little bit. Miss me, please. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, she well, also did. She was on a lot of people's worst dressed list mm. too. Well, it didn't so, really work. I'm no. sorry, Selena. It there was, was a lot going on. Yeah, it, there was too much and too little happening with all Selena Gomez's dress all at the same time. Yeah. 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 So here's the thing about I love Selena. I love Only Murders. I am, you know, I'm here for her. But I also, you also can hear when somebody is saying, "I'm leaving now," because they. D- It's like a way of saying, like, I'm better than you. I'm not going to be in this conversation. I'm going to remove myself from this narrative. Instead of just just removing yourself. Or just, like, existing. Just, like, you know. Or focusing on what really matters. As if this whole celebrity ecosystem doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. None of this really matters. Yeah, I'm above. But you're enjoying it. I'm enjoying it, and I'm getting my hefty millions of dollars and paychecks right. and other things. And well, you know, I just, you know, yeah. I feel for Selena Gomez because it feels like she has a very complicated relationship mm-hmm. with her career and with fame. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm. Wow. All right. Well, so there you go. Celeb lives. Hopefully, we'll find out the hot goss. Yeah. Between Selena Gomez and Taylor Swift mm. and that couple that hooked up. We don't know. Who who that? <laughs> and they're probably going to keep talking because, again. It still keeps them in, in the spotlight there yeah. and her attached to Taylor Swift. Yep. So there you go. Let's take a break. When we come back, Colleen, you got to make a case for Fargo. You just told me you watched the penultimate. Yeah, I stayed up late last night because it was the penultimate episode of this season of Fargo. Yes, and mm. some of us haven't even jumped on the okay, train. Well, I'm going to give you all the reasons why you oh, should. I'm in the caboose, baby. I'm all in. Yes, girl. Oh, are you caught yes. up too? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so both of you, we'll talk. Hi, everybody. It's Jace for Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. I've been talking, speaking of uh, our anniversary, I've been uh, talking about Skin Rejuvenation Clinic since Lex and I started in the morning. Uh, and that is over a decade. Can you believe it? And in that time, I have told you time and time again, they are the best. Skin Rejuvenation Clinic is the best. We are talking about your appearance. We're talking about your face. We're talking, so when you're getting Botox, you're getting injectables. And now, let's be honest, there are a lot of places that do it. 
why would you trust your appearance to just anybody? You've heard me talk about Skin Rejuvenation Clinic over the years. You know that my mom goes there, that Alexis goes there, my mother-in-law, Don McLean has been there. I wouldn't send just any. My husband is a regular client. So if you've never been, you need to go. And if you mention me and you're new, you're going to get $100 off your first service of $250 or more. But those appointments are booking up. So call Skin Rejuvenation Clinic today. One happy Wednesday, everyone. It's January 10th. Already double digits January 2024. Alexis, Holly, and Colleen Lindstrom with you this morning. Jace, we'll be back next week. And uh, you guys, we need to talk Fargo. Because both of you are really into it. Uh-huh. I have not jumped on board. I don't know what the trepidation is. But okay, I, I, why I, should we be watching this season? Okay, so first of all, we're in season five of Fargo okay. on FX. And Holly, are, are you caught up? Did you watch the penultimate last night? I did not, but I okay. watched the previous episode. Okay, 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 okay. <sighs> well, first of all, like, this episode is wow. But... Uh, okay, so here's, did you watch any of the show yeah. ever? Okay. Yes, I have. Did you stop? Let me ask you this. Did you stop at season four? The Chris Rock season? You know, I actually didn't even start that that season. Maybe that's why. That I've one? watched one through three. Okay, so four was a flaming turd. Yeah, see, and that's what I heard. So I yeah. wasn't sure you if heard season about the five <laughs> was, was like... Turd 2.0. You know, heard about the turd. <laughs> right. The turd, turd, turd. The turd is a word. <laughs> but you don't have to watch season four so to get is, season five. This is the beauty of Fargo. Uh-huh. You don't have to watch the turd season. <laughs> it's a whole new world. But you you're, you know, you're still, there are Easter eggs, right? Like there are little, th- there are always like yes. little throwbacks or little things that you're going to go, oh yeah, Fargo the movie. But, um, or even throwbacks to other seasons. Uh, but this one, okay, it's a whole new cast. Let me just say some words to you. Okay. Okay. Re- we're ready. Let me say Jennifer Jason Lee with an accent that you cannot quite place. <laughs> really? Which is an Easter egg Thank in you, and of Holly. itself. Yeah. So uh-huh. tell about that. Because, okay, they're in Fargo. Yeah. She's got this, or she's in, I don't know, is she in Minneapolis? or? I think you assume that she's in Minneapolis. Yeah, it's not the Minneapolis skyline. Do not get me started. It, be mm. more authentic. Mm. But um, she's like this rich lady, and she has this accent. And you're like, that's not a Minnesotan accent. But Holly, what is it a throwback to? Sure. She has like a transatlantic accent. Mm-hmm. And she kind of talks like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a throwback to Jennifer Jason Lee's appearance in a Coen Brothers movie in the 90s called The Hudsucker Proxy, mm-hmm. oh. where she speaks exactly like that. So it's super interesting, right? So like cool. there are these like little Coen Brothers Easter eggs throughout. Okay, okay so she's in it. Jennifer Jason Lee. Okay. Let me say the name Juno Temple. Do you know that name? Juno Temple. Uh, yes. From? Where do I know Juno Temple from? Ted Lasso. She uh, plays Keely in Ted Lasso. And let me tell you what. This, oh. I have goosebumps. When I think about her performance in this season of Fargo, I have goosebumps. Because if you know her as Keely from uh, from Ted Lasso, yeah. this is a very different role. Very, very different. So you see some of her range in this. Um, let me say the name Joe Keery. Do you know his name? Mm. Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Then, I do. It's been like a hundred years since Stranger Things has been around. I, I know. Oh, he's in this. Yep. And then let me say one other name. John Hamaconda. Yeah. Oh, Playing yeah. a very, very hateful, hated, hated human. He uh, is, he will be the person you are rooting against from the second you start this show. But what is so okay. good about this season of Fargo is this year, or this season specifically, they've taken on a couple separate, mm, at like, uh, like, what's the word? Not, I don't want to say cause, but storylines that are, one of them is domestic violence. And it is the way that they do it and the way that they support it by, you know, they, they show things. It's really, it can be, it's very hard to watch, but then they also do the thing that that they do. And every single episode is they give the number. They say what to do if you are affected by domestic violence, which is such a responsible way of, of working. So they do, I think that they're doing that storyline very responsibly. Yeah. The other thing is there may be, I'm just going to say a date. Um, <laughs> it's a, an arbitrary date. I think it would be like, um, like the 6th of January. Um, there might be some throwbacks to some things that happened on that date. Oh, you know, <gasps> at oh, some point, I'm just saying, oh, I'm not right. saying, I'm just, just randomly saying. picked that date. <laughs> yeah. saying, the arbitrary. Show, yeah, the show yes. play, takes place in 2019. Uh-huh. So if you recall, uh-huh. the vibe, some things, uh-huh. and some things uh-huh. such mm-hmm. as and insurrection, U.S. Americans, such as, yes, so, such as, yeah. yeah. So it's just, it really, and it is well done. There is, there's just a lot. Holly, your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Fargo season five is a return to form for the show. Yes. Oh, and the okay. nice that thing is, good. yeah, it's a standalone story. Yep. It enriched by previous seasons and one's knowledge of Coen Brothers movies. Yeah. However, you can go into this not knowing a darn thing. It's true. And oh, you can awesome. appreciate the story. Yeah. And yes, the way that they weave in. The domestic violence storyline, the mm, political storylines. It's really genius. And the performances are great. And mm-hmm. John Happel, uh, John Hamm is wearing a prosthetic nipple ring. That is true. That is ac- accurate. And you see his butt. And you that see his alone. butt. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't like ring. him. And that's, yes. what's, that's what's hard about it is yeah. that you don't like him. He is not a likable character. But it yeah. also proves the versatility of John Hamm's talent. Fact. Yeah. Because in real life... John Hamm is quite the goofball. Lovable, yeah. hilarious, right? Yes. Right. And he's not even Don Draper. That was acting. And mm-hmm. then to see him take on this villain role yeah. in what season four. Yeah, what it, fu- it yeah. really is. I mean, you do kind of get it is very it is a departure from where you usually see John Hamm. But I, they I'm needed the application of the nipples. They were fake nipples. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so but, they stuck them on, yeah, just, and the fake nipples had the rings on them. Yeah, just just the idea of doing that mm-hmm. to get into your role, you put your nipples on. It's like yeah. wow. <laughs> I wonder if there's, you know, like I'm ready for the, the placement day. and yeah, like, let's go. I feel let's like my character. Day. <laughs> uh, yeah. So wow. Alexis, I really cannot uh, so that, skip for turd. Don't. Yeah. Just no, yeah. don't. You don't need to. It wasn't yeah. terrible, but it wasn't. It really wasn't what you'd come to expect from the show. Yeah. yeah. Time is valuable. If you're not super into it, skip season four. Of Fargo. Yeah. It's fine. I dropped yeah. out. Like, I, I think I got to like, I got about three quarters of the way through and then I was like I, I guess I'm not interested this one has captivated me the entire season oh I love yeah. and it's what 
how many episodes per uh, a bunch? Yeah. Okay. I think there'll be ten in the end. Yeah. Ten total. Gotcha. Ten okay. in the end. Fargo. Check it out. Are you, are you watching? Let us know. Email the show. Tweet us. You know, do all the things. Send a homing pigeon. Hey, when we talk, come back, let's talk about Ian Punnett mm. and our memories of that wonderful man next. Hey, it's Jason for my family at Red Cow and Red Rabbit. The new year always means resolutions. You know, you try to eat healthier. You try to be better. A lot of you will do a dry January. Well, you've heard us talk about it. Uh, the, the fact of the matter is non-alcoholic bevies are hot. They are trendy. And Red Cow and Red Rabbit, they have you. They have you. Let me tell you, they both, Red Cow and Red Rabbit, feature a spirit-free, old-fashioned, uh-huh. And they have a year-round, well-rounded, spirit-free list. Uh, I'm not kidding. They are so good. You will feel so special in the month of January, February, March, April, beyond just dry January. And if you're trying to eat healthy in the new year, they have you too. Red Cow's Poke Bowls are amazing. So, new year, new you. Same Red Rabbit, same Red Cow. Run to them today.